Well, welcome and thank you for joining me on this special session today. We're going to be talking all about your 2019 guide to Google Maps and how to get your plumbing, HVAC, or home services business ranked on the Google Map in your service area, in the areas that you serve. Uh, this is part of our digital dominance method where throughout the year we've been unpacking the key strategies to really maximize your lead flow online. And we've kind of taken you from the beginning of the year where we built your 2019 internet marketing plan and kind of the big picture. We drilled down on how to set up your website and make sure that it's optimized for maximum conversion. We shifted to uh, search engine optimization and really how to make sure you had the right pages and the right content and the right authority development strategy to make sure you're moving up in the organic results for the most important keywords in your area. Uh, last month, we talked about Google local service ads and really Google home services, what it takes to play in the three-pack there, how to do it effectively. Uh, so if you missed any of those sessions, definitely go back, check them out. We go deep on each of those topics. Today, we're going to be talking specifically about Google Maps and the Google Mac Map algorithm and what you need to do to get ranked in the maps in your in your service area. So just a couple housekeeping notes. If you could, let's turn off our cell phones, let's shut down our Facebook, uh, and let's give this our undivided attention. You know, if you're serious about getting better results um, with Google Maps, let's give this next 60 to 90 minutes our undivided attention. I find that when I give my undivided attention to something, I, I, I kind of get the key insights and I'm able to implement and make things happen with it. So quick high level of the agenda for, for the session. Uh, first, I'm going to be talking about the updates with the Google Map listings. What's changed, what that means, how that impacts your results, uh, the five things that could be preventing you from ranking. You know, a lot of us, you know, for, for the last six or seven years have known Google Maps is where it's at. And a lot of us have tried a lot of different things. We've hired companies, we've uh, tried things on our own. Uh, we've we've maybe done some things that worked really well back in you know late 2000 or you know late uh, late to middle of the last couple of years and now our, our our rankings have tanked or we've dropped off maps and I'm going to talk about the five things we're seeing that are causing those uh, drops in rankings um, and we're going to unpack a proven model just a very simple model that works very consistently for getting ranked um, in major in major metropolitan areas for for the most important keywords. And then we're going to share some of our favorite tools to systematize and automate a lot of the heavy lifting. How does that sound? If you could in the comments box, if that's what you came for today, kind of get some cool strategies, get some new techniques. Uh, if that's what you came for today, post in comments. Give me a thumbs up if you're joining me on Facebook or a like. Uh, comment something. That way I know we're here. I'd like to make these sessions as interactive as possible. So I'll be pausing for questions and I, I want to hear from you guys. So Teddy says, ready to hear your take on all of this. Uh, I've got a couple thumbs up coming in. Um, yep, that sounds like I, what I wanted to hear. Perfect. So, I mean, just real quick, in case you don't know uh, who I am, why you should listen. Um, I'm, you know, I, I'm the CEO of Plumbing and HVAC SEO, or digital marketing agency serving the plumbing and HVAC world. Um, we're Google Premier Partners. I'm the author of uh, the Complete Guide to Internet Marketing for Plumbing Contractors and How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right. I'm actively involved at PHCC, QSC, Nexstar, Service Roundtable, ACCA. I've spoken at a lot of the industry events. A lot of my articles on internet marketing have been published in uh, you know, the magazines like Plumbing and, H Plumbing and Mechanical, Contractor Mag, HVAC Insider. And uh, you know we're, we are widely accepted as, as the experts in internet marketing for the plumbing and HVAC 
world. But uh, I'd say more than any of that stuff is I've had the opportunity to work with some 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 of the top plumbing and HVAC business owners across the country. Uh, and I've been able to see, well, many of them go from virtual obscurity online where they didn't have much of a presence, they weren't generating many calls, to the point where now they're the dominant player in their area, a lot of them getting hundreds of calls every single month via the internet. So what I'm going to be sharing with you isn't based on theory. It's not based on a blog post I read somewhere on uh, SEM Journal or something. These, these are based on real-world experience working with companies just like yours. And Chad, yes, you, you guys are, are being... Uh, represented uh, in, in my imagery. I, I was out in uh, at your shop in Utah with your dad. Uh, I guess it must have been three years ago now. And uh, that, that's one of the pictures I like to share because you guys have such cool trucks in branding. And, and this is what we do. I put a picture of our team up. You know, Our company made the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing companies in the United States the last uh, three years in a row. We, this is what we do day in, day out. You know, setting up websites, doing the optimization, putting the strategies in place, running the paid search campaigns to really help our clients dominate their local market, maximize their lead flow via the internet. And, and it's what we do. So if you'd like to talk with us about how we can actually help you implement this in your plumbing or HVAC business, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you, know, you can shoot us an email in the chat. I've got Christian and Kirsten on moderating. So if you'd like to schedule a time, just feel free to chat with them. Say, hey, let's go ahead and coordinate a time. After we do these webinars, uh, just so you know, we've got about 177 uh, plumbing HVAC contractors registered today. Our calendars get full. So, so make sure to take advantage while you've got our undivided attention and let's get the, let's get the appointments scheduled. So to kick off, like, do Google Maps even matter? Like Google's changing the algorithm. They've got local service ads coming live in a lot of different markets. Of course, above that, they've got pay-per-click listings. Um, you know, it seems like the maps are moving further and further down the, the lists. And you might wonder to yourself, like, does it even matter at this point? Should I, should I even invest any time or energy in this? And so we can see this is what a, a Google search result looks like today, right? We've got, we've got our local service ads, and then we've got our map listings, and we've got our organic listings. And based on the latest study put out by um, Bright Local, which is one of the key providers of research data and tools for agencies in the in the internet marketing and specifically search engine optimization space, they still say that more than 44% of the clicks and the calls go directly to the Google Map listings. So, yep, um, the you know, the local service ads has taken up some 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 of the click real estate, uh, but this is still where the lion's share of the clicks and calls go. And to really kind of illustrate that point better, I want to show you a couple of the clients that we work with that, that do really well on the maps and kind of what that means to them in terms of calls and in terms of lead volume, because it is pretty uh, significant. So one of the clients we work with in, in Mason, Ohio is Nixco Plumbing. Uh, we work with Jeff Heger over there, been working with him for several years. And uh, you know, if you run a search right now, Mason, Ohio Plumber, he's got the number one spot. He comes up very well organically. And really what I want you to see is over 183 calls every single month come directly via the internet. So we put tracking in place so we can show, here's what you spent, here's how many leads you generated, uh, here's what your average cost per lead is across your spend, and then here's how many leads came in organically, pay-per-click, uh, Google Maps, web forms. So you know, out of 421 leads, 183 of those came from the Google Maps. So there's an example that, yeah, if you weren't playing in the Google map, if you weren't ranking well, if you didn't have some of the strategies I'm going to be sharing with you on today's session, that'd be 
a lot of opportunity left on the table. Another example of this, one of the great companies we work with in Buffalo, uh, Salino Plumbing, uh, great family, pleasure to work with. You can see if you run a search for Buffalo Plumber, they've got the number one spot on maps. Um, and if we kind of drill that down, look at his report, 684 total leads for the month on a $10,000 spend across SEO, pay-per-click, um, the whole nine yards, 148 of those came directly from, from Google Maps. So again, you know, do not, do not sleep on your Google Map listing, on your Google Map optimization, on some of the cool strategies we're going to be sharing with you today. Um, and then one last example I'm going to show is uh, uh, Laney's, their plumbing HVAC electrical company uh, in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, amazing company, uh, Nextar member. You can see here if we type in, type in Fargo plumber, Fargo AC repair. I'm just showing you some of the head terms uh, right there in the Google Map results. And um, over 835 calls directly from their Google Map listings. So not to beat a dead horse, I can show you lots and lots of other examples like this. Uh, I find that there's power in three. So there's three great examples uh, of companies that are ranking well on the Google map and generating hundreds of calls just from that one particular source. Um, in comments, kind of let me know, is it helpful to see some real examples and some real case studies on these things uh, just to kind of substantiate the numbers and kind of the validity of, of even paying attention to this stuff. So give me something in comments if you're here with me yeah, that makes sense, or yes, it's great to see some of these examples. So bottom line, yes, Google Maps drives calls, and you simply can't rely on, um, on just pay-per-click alone. Right? If all you did was pay-per-click, you'd be leaving a tremendous amount of, uh, of meat on the bone. So I, I do think it's part of your overall marketing strategy. right? You wanted to be doing SEO. You wanted to be doing pay-per-click. You want to be leveraging social. You want to have strategies to, to kind of put your arms around your clients and customers and get them to use you again. Uh, you know, Not one strategy should be used in a vacuum. So Google Maps is changing. There's been lots of shifts in the way the algorithm is, is presenting results. Um, not too long ago, when you ran a search on Google for a plumber, AC contractor, water heater repair company, you'd see seven results on Google Maps. Like it was where there was just lots of real estate and that shifted down to just three results. Um, and it's been, it's been going on two years since that change happened. Um, and, and that, you know, it was good and bad, right? It was good for the people that are ranked in the top three because that's where most people are clicking. You actually, almost like Google put a magnifying glass on you if you're in the top three results. However, if you're not ranking in maps, it was it was a problem. Like if you're in the fourth or fifth spot, you started to lose out on a lot of the a lot of the opportunity. Um, Google's is now is now serving the local service ads or the home service ads on top, and that's taking up some of the the real estate. Um, and it's now live in most of the major markets across the United States. Um, if you're not sure what Google Local Home Services is yet, if it's not live in your market or you're not playing on Google Local Services. Um, you should you should absolutely go back to the webinar I did last month or post in comments. Um, hey guys, get me a link to that training. Um, you need to know what it is. You need to understand how it works, and you should start the verification process ASAP. Like this is a big part of where local service ads uh, of Google Home uh, of where Google uh, search results are going. So you don't want to miss the boat on that. It's really really important. So I mean, this is kind of a visual representation of how this 
used to look, you know, we used to see, uh, you know, ads on the tops on the sides, and then we get paid ads, and then we get a bunch of Google map listings, and now it's it's much less, right? It's it's more competitive in, in that regard. We've got some Google paid results on the top, we've got a pay-per-click ad, and then we've got our, our local map listings. So that's just kind of a representation of what's changed, kind of where things are going. Uh, again, I talked a little bit about Google Home Services. Uh, I, I've referred to it as local service ads here a couple times. It's now called Google Home Services, and um, that's what's coming up. There's three at the top. You pay per lead for that. Um, it, it, things are, are, are definitely changing, and it, Google's constantly changing. Sometimes you see the Google ads below the map listing. Sometimes you don't see the, the Google ads. So just be aware of kind of how the landscape looks at this current moment in time um, and make sure that you've got somebody on your team that's paying attention, that's making sure to plug you in in all of the different places so you don't miss any of these, um, these opportunities to show up where your customers are looking, right? That's the beauty of search is that unlike radio ads, unlike newspapers, unlike direct mail, unlike any other brand advertising that you do, search is directional. Like it's the only kind of advertising that you can tap into to find the person when they're actually in the need and in the market for what it is that you do. So you need to be really on the cutting edge of what's happening on Google when people are looking for your, uh, for your services. So local service ads, if you haven't signed up yet, if you're a client of ours, that is something we will absolutely help you with. We will help set you through the process. We will help you know work through the background checks. Um, if you're not a client, if you wanted to self-serve a little bit on this, you go to adwords.google.com slash local services slash sign up. Again, I did an hour and a half long session last month where I, I didn't just explain what it was and how it's charged, but really some of the strategies that you need to be thinking about in order to remain competitive in local service ads. So definitely go back and, and check that out. But ultimately, the objective and really what we want for you, what we want for our clients is to own the first page, right? To show up in all of the places as often as possible when they're searching for you. And so that means, you know, showing up in local service ads and having a spot there. It means showing up in the paid search listings. It means showing up on the organic map listing. And ideally, also kind of optimizing your third party profiles, your Angie's List, your City Search, your uh, Yelp, and making sure that those are optimized those have some authority so, so that your third-party references can even show up on the first page. Because the more real estate you tech up, the higher probability that you're going to get the click and ultimately get the call and get the lead. And that's what we want. We want to really dominate the local search results for our services. Uh, Google, again, is really working to clean up spam. There, there was a major issue with Maps uh, over the last seven years where, you know, Companies were setting up fake profiles at PO boxes and you know fake locations, their aunt's house. Um, there were SEO companies creating lots of rogue listings for their clients. Uh, not something we ever really did, but it was pretty prevalent in the industry. And then there were what we call lead aggregators, people that just want to sell leads back to the plumbers and HVAC contractors that were claiming Google map listings and you know just lots of fake information. Google has done a massive crackdown on that front. Uh, trying to eliminate fake addresses, trying to eliminate businesses that aren't legit, uh, trying to eliminate uh, home offices and home uh, home entities from the Google Map listings. And, and recently they're saying they've, they've reduced it by as much as 70%. Um, 
So that's, again, it's a good and a bad. It's bad in that if you don't protect yourself and if you don't make sure you're doing everything on the up and up, um, you know, you could get filtered out of the results. And so you need to be aware of the things that could actually be hurting you that either you did, a past provider did, or, you know, somebody in your local market did in order to impact your, your results. So a couple things that could be, could be hurting you that may have actually at one point been helping you. Uh, number one, you need, you need an office in the city you're trying to rank well on maps in. So, you know, this is one of those things I, I get into these heated arguments with, uh, you know, people in the industry and, and also uh, plumbing and HVAC contractors. They're like, well, man, I'm the biggest company in my area, um, but I'm not ranking on maps. Well, I can tell you, if you don't have a physical office, like a place that Google can look on, uh, you know, Google, uh, Google View and see that that's a legitimate office that you inhabit that's unique and exclusive to you, your probability of ranking drops. And if you're not in that city, so let's say, as an example, um, you know, you're in Doral, which is a, a little a little city in, in Miami, around Miami, but you want to rank in Miami. Your office, because it is in Doral, Florida, will not rank probably in Google Maps. You know, there's people that will tell you there's ways around it. There's people that will try and um, convince you otherwise, but for the most part, Google serving people that have a real physical office in the city that they're trying to rank in. There's some things we can do, like for instance, if you're in like North Little Rock and you want to target Little Rock, you can do that. Or if you're in East Lansing and you're trying to rank in Lansing, by building your authority, by building your citation, by doing some of the things I'm going to share with you, you can you can kind of get around that. But if you're trying to rank a PO box or you're trying to rank in a city other than the city that you're in, without a physical address, you've got a massive uphill battle that's not going to be a long-term sustainable strategy. The other thing that could be could be really hurting you is if you spammed Google with fake locations. And again, I'm not saying you personally, but if your provider or somebody that you worked with did that, they set up in you know, a little like micro Google listings uh, in the surrounding cities that you operate in and they claim to pin and they put you on maps for that. Even if you've got a real location, and even if that location's got lots of reviews and lots of authority, there's a chance that those fake locations are still somewhere in Google's database and Google is penalizing you for that. So what we try to do uh, when we take a client that's not ranking on map but should be, like they've got a physical location, they're in the area where they're trying to rank, is to really go deep and try and find those, those, uh, those non-legit listings and delete them, merge them, consolidate them, and that's really the best path forward to making sure you're ranking well uh, when that happens to be the problem. The other thing that could be hurting you is inconsistency of your name, address, and phone number. You know, Google's looking at, at your 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 profile, and your name, address, phone number is almost like your thumbprint on the internet. Right? Everybody's got a unique thumbprint. Your your business's thumbprint is what's your company name, the actual legal company name, what phone number is attached to your company online, and what's the address that you operate out of. And very, very succinctly, like the exact usage of your address, this exact usage of your company name, and the same number, not tracking numbers. And what we find is sometimes there's inconsistency. So there's a, a slight variation in how a company is listed on Yelp versus Google Maps. 
uh, or there's a tracking number that was used on Yelp just for the sake of tracking it, but there's a different number on Google Maps and there's a different number over here. We find is if that's in play, it can really reduce your probability of ranking well on maps. And so you want to go in and you want to do a deep dive and say, okay, what is my what is my NAP name address phone number? And let's get that consistent across the web for each of our locations. Like, like make sure that every location has a distinct uh, thumbprint that's being referenced the same exact way. Um, and, and the other basic gotcha that we see often is uh, having spammed the, the city into the company name. So if you are um, Shamrock Plumbing and you put Shamrock Plumbing dash Orlando's best plumber because you want to get Orlando into your company name on Google Maps, um, that, that, that's really a no-no. Google's automatically cleaned a lot of that stuff up, but it's still worth double-checking because uh, if you've got uh, spammed cities or spammed additional keywords that aren't representative of how you're like how you're naming yourself everywhere else on the internet, that that can hurt you. And then the other real thing that could be hurting you is not having enough reviews. Having reviews on Google, having reviews on Yelp, having reviews on Angie's List, Google's scouring the web and looking for the companies that have a real name, address, phone number in the city that they operate out of. Um, that's got consistency of how they're referenced across the internet and has lots of legitimate reviews from real customers in their in their service area. So these are the five gotchas. Are any of these, I'd love to hear in the group, are, are any of you dealing with any of these where you can look at it and be like, oh, well, maybe that's my issue. Maybe I've got some fake locations out there. Or, you know, hey, I just know that I had tracking numbers in all of my, uh, my listings because I heard somewhere that was a good thing to do. Um, we'd just love to hear in comments or any of those gotchas stand out to you as things you need to you need to deal with. Awesome. So I'll have, I'll have Christian and Kirsten look at those replies as they come in. Uh, and if you have questions around this, feel free to to interrupt and engage. So let's dive into to our proven formula for getting ranked in the in the three pack. Right. This is kind of what we do on a very consistent basis that works very, very well. I can literally show you one by one hundreds of plumbing and HVAC companies in markets all throughout the United States that are ranking in the top three results for their most important keywords. And it's a function of this relatively basic three-step process. The first is to make sure that you've claimed and fully optimized your Google My Business listing. And I'm going to kind of walk you through that process a little bit. Some things you want to look at, some things you want to verify, and some things you want to do on a consistent basis to make sure that you've got a really well honed in Google My Business listing. The second is to, to really build up your citations. Make sure that there's lots of web references of your company's name, address, phone number, and that it's very consistently referenced all across the web. I'm going to share some of the tools, some of the resources um, that we've found that help to facilitate that process and make sure that that consistent listing and consistent information is being properly managed across the, the web. And then the third is building online reviews and having a strategy to get real reviews from your true customers in your real service area on a very consistent basis. And then the, the fourth pillar, like kind of the, 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 the finishing component is the on-page optimization. It's the things that you can do on your website to tell Google, yep, this is really where you're based. This is really the services that you provide. And just kind of substantiate the full circle that 
everything you're saying is legit and that you are the quality company that should be showing up in the in the three pack. Because at the at the end of the day, what Google really wants, what what Google really wants is to give their searchers a good a good experience. Like their money, regardless of all of the different things they roll out, is made by people searching on Google. And to the extent people still consider Google the number one place to get the information that they need, the correct contractors, the correct everything, um, they're going to continue to be in the money and be one of the most successful, profitable companies in the entire world. And so if you can help Google have confidence that when that customer looks for a plumber, HVAC contractor, um, AC repair company, water heater company, trenchless sewer company in their area, if you can help Google feel confident that you are the right company and that their algorithm is serving that up, they win and you win. And that's what this process is really all about. Uh, really making sure that that information is fleshed out and that it, you know, you're really helping Google serve their, their end consumer. So I'm going to pull up a Google My Business dashboard. Uh, some of you guys have seen this. Some of you haven't. But it's important, um, regardless, I think, if you're doing it yourself or if you have a third party involved, that you know what your Google My Business login is so that you can get in and double check it, right? So I would always try and reach out to my provider and say, hey, you know, I'd like access to my Google My Business listing. And for us, it's complete transparency. Everything we do for our clients is we're doing it on your behalf. So when we update your Google My Business listing, when we set up a Google AdWords campaign, um, when we claim citations, we're doing that on your behalf. So we're happy to share that information. There are other companies that, you know, they, they kind of block you out of that. They won't even give you access to your Google My Business account. They won't give you access to your uh, local service ads account. They won't show you what's happening with the pay-per-click campaign. You don't know how much spend is going where. Really important that you have access to the stuff that's yours and that you have transferability regardless of if you're with this guy, that guy, or anybody else. Your number one lead source in your plumbing or HVAC company um, is, is the internet. And so you have to have control of these assets, right? So that, that's my main point here. Make sure you have access to your my, Google My Business uh, listings. Uh, Chad says, that's when you run away from them, right? If a company's telling you they're not going to give you access to your stuff, that's a massive red flag. You want to pay close attention. Uh, and so when you get in, you're going to want to look and see, you know, does my company name read my company name? So is it Valley Plumbing and Drains, or is it some extra stuff added to the listing? If so, that you want to pay close attention to. Um, obviously, make sure that you've got your website on there. Um, use a local number instead of an 800 number in your Google My Business listing. So if you're if you're looking at your profile and you're seeing an 800 number, I'm finding 99% of the time um, it's going to be the local phone numbers that rank well in Google Maps. So always use a local number. Um, if you're using a PO box or a UPS store address, um, you, you might as well just not bother. Right? Make sure that you got a real physical location that's unique to you. Um, you know, upload photos, build personality. You know. There's two thoughts on this, right? In your Google My Business, you can upload pictures, right? Yes, you can upload, you know, a picture of your logo and a picture of a stock image just for the sake of saying you've got pictures. I, I always believe where you can put authenticity and personality into your profile, that's going to go better. So get a picture of the people in the company. Get a picture of the trucks. Get a picture of the office. Get a picture of the, the authentic reality of your business. 
it's not just going to help with your Google My Business rankings, but it's also going to help with conversion because people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. So I'm just going to pull this up real quick, walk you through in case you've never seen this, um, what the back end of Google My Business looks like, um, and some of the some of the key things you want to look at as you as you kind of tool around inside of um, Google My Business. So my mouse just disconnected. Hang in here with me, guys. Okay. So this is if you go to Google.com slash my business redirects you to here. It kind of will let you log in and see all of your all of your listings. Um, when you get into your listing, these are the things you have control of, right? And so you can upload photos, you can create posts, uh, you can create ads. Do not recommend trying to just do it from there. There's a Google AdWords editor, which will work much better. So don't get don't get confused there. Um, but really, when you first log in, what I want you to do is click on the info tab. And this is all of that initial data that Google has on you. So your company name, this is what I'm talking about. Make sure you've double checked to make sure um, you haven't added any spam keywords. This is your company name. You want it to be referenced in the same exact way here on Angel's List, on Yelp, right? Um, you want your main company number. Make sure your office hours are nice and tidy and accurate to how you operate, knowing that just because you don't operate 24 hours a day, doesn't mean you shouldn't list that, right? If you've got somebody that can answer the phone live and you can potentially dispatch a technician, um, if you have this turned off, uh, like if you say you're only available from 9 o'clock to 4 p.m., because that's when you actually have your office open, searches that happen after 4 o'clock, you would fall out of the map listing. So you want to be aware of that and you want to pay attention to it. So that's where that's where this information resides. Really important that you've got your category selected, you've clearly dialed in your service area, you've got the right name, address, and phone number. And you want to kind of take advantage of these, these posts. Google gives you the opportunity to post and they stay up for, uh, for 90 days. You want to be posting at least once a quarter into your uh, Google posts. That keeps your listing relevant, it keeps it active. Uh, Google gives you all kinds of great insights here, so you can see, and it's worth double checking. You know how much of our search is coming from brand, how much is coming direct. Um, you know what are the keywords that are driving the lion share? Is your the Google My Business you know on the on the rise? Is it on the decline? Um, you know, so just be aware that all of this is here for you inside Google My Business, and you want to know how to how to access it. Um, the other last thing I'm going to show you in here is your Google reviews. Um, it's really important that as you get reviews, they don't just sit here, but that they they respond, right? So good, bad, or indifferent, you're going to give yourself a competitive advantage if you're replying to your reviews. So want to make sure these reviews come in, and you got somebody on your team that's looking at this. Hey, thanks for the positive review. Hey, really appreciate the feedback, right? Um, and we're working on a program right now to do that for you. Um, we're calling it Reputation Response. It's still in, in beta, but um, you know if that's something you're interested in, let Christian or, or your team, you know, your account manager know. Hey, I'd be interested in learning more about that. Ultimately, we'd be monitoring your Google My Business reviews, uh, your Yelp reviews, your, all of the reviews you get across the web, and actually responding to every one of them. We're finding that's a, a major um, ranking factor and a major conversion factor. So just something to um, to think about. Um, but that's that's the back end of Google uh, My Business. Definitely make sure that you're 
dialed in. You've got the right company name, you've got the right phone number, you've got the right details here in Google My Business, uh, and that you're passing all of the correct information through on your on your listing. So photos, insights. Some some of my best practices, just like in a in a bullet format here. Um, you want to update the photos and try and update them on a relatively consistent basis. Leverage the Google posts, like actually post information on there on a, on a quarterly basis or more frequently if possible. Um, respond to your reviews, whether they're good or bad. It's great to create a conversation, create a dialogue. And people can ask questions on Google My Business. Make sure that you're looking at those questions, you're answering them. And um, you know we're looking at that as a strategy as well to potentially seed questions and seed responses to build a, a more in-depth profile and to really get a little bit keyword rich on that front. Um, any questions on the Google My Business listing, how to set it up, how to optimize it before we press forward here? I'm gonna pause here. Yana says, some of our rankings have been affected by the new algorithm. Lots of junk sites now ranking. Um, let's see. Jed saying, run away from the companies that don't give you access to your stuff. Um, is there a telephone number for Google support for GMB? Um, it, I mean, it depends. There usually is a number you can call to get some basic information, but they, you know, they're not great with um, with support. Um, Teddy says, still, still number one source is word of mouth. So that probably means, you know, you don't have a great online strategy. Like if you're not generating leads on your own uh, and you have to rely completely on word of mouth. Um, maybe an opportunity to be more aggressive with your online marketing. But I still think, you know, the lion's share of your business as a plumbing or HVAC company, if you're doing good work, is going to be past customers using you again, other people referring you. Okay. So step one, claim that Google My Business Listing, get it dialed in, leverage the posts, and respond to reviews. Step two is to build citations and consistency of your name, address, phone number across the web. Right, what we're finding is the companies that have lots of authority, and Google looks at um, at a citation as a as a reference of your company on authoritative sites as a vote in your favor. Now that vote only really works when there's consistency, right? So that's where we can leverage some cool tools to make sure that there's consistency of that name, address, phone number. I'm going to give you guys a resource that you can put in your company's name, phone number, and address, and it will scan the web and tell you, um, is there inconsistency? Are there issues that need to be addressed? Now, the other thing is you want to, you really want to limit duplicate and incorrect business information. So, you know, if there's two or three references of your company on Google Maps, that's an issue, unless there's a legitimate second or third location. Um, if you're, if you're secondary listing, so we think about Google and Yahoo and Bing and um, you know, City Search and Angie's listings are like your tier one major listings, but there's lots of little secondary listings like uh, vertical directories and um, you know random versions of Yellow Pages and like sites like Hot Frog and Kudzu that have a relative authority and there's lots of bad information on those sites. So you want to spend the time to to really track down the inconsistency and get it as as tight as possible. And you want to pay attention to your what they call data aggregators. There are four major data aggregators, Factual, Axiom, Infogroup, 
um, new store that basically grab all the name, address, phone number, you know, details of pretty much every company in the United States and internationally, and all of them push to other sites. So if you've never added yourself to any of these data aggregators, um, it could be that you got added somewhere once with one piece of information and it got, let's say, onto InfoGroup. And, and now InfoGroup is passing that wrong information across to 300 plus sites. So one of the best things you can do is get to the aggregator level, make sure that you're correct there, and then of course manually adjust your main listings like your Google and your Yelp and your Angie's List, um, and then use a tool like, like Yext to really make sure that you've got concrete consistency across the internet. So some of the best tools for this, in my opinion, um, you've got Bright Local, you've got WhiteSpark, you've got Advice Local, you've got uh, Moz Local, and then you've got you've got Yext. Um, I I am at this point we are Yext certified partners. Um, I love the fact on Yext we can go in, we can update it once, and we can have it automatically update the data aggregators, update the top 50 plus online directory listings, and suppress incorrect data. Um, you know, I was fighting against this for years. So if you go back to this same training uh, three, four years ago about Google Maps, I was like, hey, listen, Yex, don't do it. They can, they can set you up and then they delete your listings and it can be all kinds of problems. You're much better to do it manually. Um, after serious evaluation, testing, measuring, it became very clear Yext has all of the correct APIs. They're directly connected to the important online directory listings that feed the, the tier two and tier three directory listings. And it's immediate uptime. So manually, you can go into these listings and you can update them, but there's a verification process. A lot of times you'll update a listing and then it still reverts back to the old listing. And when we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of online listings, you know, you could spend a lot of time and a lot of energy updating listings without getting the result. And what you as a plumbing or HVAC contractor want is correct name, address, phone number across the web with, um, with rankings moving up relatively quickly. And so that's where I believe, you know, if we look at it as a formula, we, we manually control our Google My Business listing and, and our Yelp listing and our Angie's List listing. We make sure that those top five or six directories are claimed, controlled under one username and password that's, that's shared across. And then we use a tool like Yext to push out to the major directories to clean up duplicates and to suppress. And then we leverage tools like Bright Local and WhiteSpark to find uh, important niche directories. I'm going to share some of those niche directories, plumbing-specific, location-specific directories, to give ourselves even more authority, to give ourselves even more citations. So um, then that's, my, that's my recommendation. This is the tool, uh, you know, I want you guys to all put yourself through. Uh, it's called, you go to plumberseo.net slash scan. Um, it will, go ahead and drop that into comments, Christian or uh, Kirsten, if you don't mind. Go to plumberseo.net slash scan. And you don't have to do it now. Um, but what it'll do is it'll pull up, tell us your name, address, phone number. And when you enter that, what it will do is it will run a report and show you Here's where there's inconsistency. Here's where there's inaccuracy. Here's where there's missing listings. Um, and it's just a great way to get a sense, okay, is there room for improvement here um, or could this, be, could this be fixed? I will say, you know, thinking about Google Maps as an a la carte type of thing, 
Um, you know, you could you could do this yourself. You can claim your Google citations on your own. Uh, you can use a tool like Yext. Um, it's it's definitely an option. Um, but if you're thinking about your internet marketing as a as a whole, you're thinking about your website, how well it converts, the on-page optimization factors, your online reviews, um, your overall tracking strategy, how you maximize your lead flow. This is one piece of the overall puzzle. So, you know, don't go too deep just on Google Maps and think, okay, I've solved my entire strategy, right? Um, you know, if you'd like us to look at this with you and show you where there's room for improvement, how we can leverage our agency uh, status with Yex to help you get this done correctly, efficiently, um, we'd love, again, the opportunity to, to chat. So definitely use that tool, get a sense of what your, what your current setup and situation looks like, uh, and then make sure to manually claim and optimize Google My Business. Use a tool like Yex to push out to the main citations, get listed in the major data aggregators that I talked about prior, and then leverage tools like uh, Bright Local Citation Finder or WhiteSpark to find some of those, those Tier 2 and Tier 3 citation listings. Um, and I'm going to share a report with you guys afterwards. Um, there's a lot of really high-quality citations that aren't on Yext, um, that aren't touched through Bright Local that you want to pay attention to because if you look at the companies that rank at the very top in maps um, in your market and you do an analysis of their link profile and their citation profile, there's tools like WhiteSpark again and like Ahrefs that, that do this, you'll see they tend to have more high quality citations and more online reviews. So we can solve for reviews and we can also solve for citations. And we do that by like looking at what the most authoritative ones that most of them are in. And, um, and we've developed that list based on our experience again with hundreds of plumbing and HVAC contractors. You know, things like networks, networks.com, contract, uh, contractors.com, Fixer, BuildZoom. Uh, I'm gonna share a link at the end that you guys can um, download this list but um, you know, these are things you want to add yourself or have your team um, add you to to build up that authority to improve the probability of ranking um, in the Google Map listings. So that's citations and the consistency of the name, address, phone number. The, the next piece is reviews and real reviews from real customers in your true service area. Um, the companies that have the most reviews tend to win. Like I, I did an analysis of the top 50 cities in the United States, um, the companies that were ranking the three-pack for plumbing, AC repair, heating repair, and for the most part, the you know it was pretty much stacked order. The companies with the most online reviews were in the top three-pack, right? And so you want to make sure that you're doing great service, you're generating lots of reviews, and you've got a strategy to drive those reviews on a consistent basis. Best practice for this, uh, leverage tools to ensure that a review request goes out after every service call. So every service call, there should be an email and a text message going to your customer, thanking them for their business, asking them to go ahead and write a review for you, and, and giving them the option. Do you want to do that on Google? Do you want to do that on Yelp? Do you want to do that on Angie's List? Um, and or, and here's the caveat, uh, we want to hard log to Google if somebody's already on Google. So most of these tools nowadays, if you look at um, nearby now, if you look at BirdEye, if you look at uh, you know some of the others, if if you sent a text message to someone and they get it and it says, hey, thanks for your business, write us a review, it's logical enough to say when they click that, it's going to hard log them straight to their Google profile if they've already got a Google account and they're already logged in. 
All things being equal, a Google review is more valuable than all of the other review sites that you can get. So you're not going to create, you're not going to get someone to write a review if they don't already have a Google account. So that's where give them the option. You can let them do Yelp, let them do Angie's List, let them you know do it right on Nearby Now or something. However, if they're a Google user and they're already logged in, we want to send them directly to Google to write that to write that review. So we're going to leverage those tools. I'm going to share some of the best review tools available, ones that you might want to think about. Um, you want to leave some type of printed review card. So that's a just a business card type uh, document that you can say, hey, thanks so much for your business, and train your tech to leave that with the customer or even train the tech to show them, hey, look, here's a, a, a review. I get gauged based on the feedback from our customers. And if you pull up this website, they either have them pull it up on their desktop or pull it up on their on their iPhone, not your text, but the customers, um, and take them to the place where they can write that review, That that's a great strategy. Um, so you really want to train your text to plant the seed, right? I find that our clients that have the most reviews, it's not just organically happening where they provide great service. That's, that's a very important piece of the puzzle. But they've baked it into the culture that the tech knows he needs to plant the seed. Hey, by the way, I get gauged based on the feedback across the internet. So if you can take a couple minutes, if you had a good experience and write me a review, you know, that's really important to me. So like they got to be trained to, to plant the seed. Um, having somebody in the office that can call after the service. Hey, just wanted, you know, most of you guys post in comments if you do happy calls. I think most of you guys probably do happy calls. So you're calling and say, hey, thanks so much for your business. Just wanted to see how Billy did. Yep, so Chad's saying yes. Part of that happy call is, hey, by the way, you know, we'd love it if you take a minute to write us a review and, and send them the link while they're on that call and get them to the place where they write the reviews. And the third piece is, and the last piece is to build reviews and recognition into your company experience, right? So actually having the, the members of your team that get the most reviews be rewarded, spiffed, and recognized in front of their peers. So our clients that do the best with this, and Chad, I, you know, you guys do amazing on this. Chad Westover from Dally Plumbing, uh, he's been commenting in here. Um, making sure that when you have that weekly meeting or when you have that monthly huddle, you're, you're pulling up, hey, look, look at all the great reviews our company got. We're doing great work. Special shout out to Billy because he got 12 reviews this week. Here are the reviews he got. He's the winner of the reviewee of the, of, the, uh, of the month or the reviewee of the week, and here's his reward. The clients that do that tend to be doing best with their, with their online reviews because they've kind of baked this whole thing into their, their company culture and into their company experience. So some of the cool tools that we're seeing uh, on this front that work really well, uh, Nearby Now, I'm a big fan of it because you know, we have the check-in process, we have the review request, um, it builds heat map data. It drives online reviews with the with the hard login into um, uh, into Google, leveraging email and text messaging. Uh, Review Buzz is used by a lot of our clients in this space. Uh, Customer Lobby, BirdEye, uh, hearing a lot more about Podium. Lots of great tools. I'm not so hard and fast on any of these particular tools. I'm more hard and fast on the idea of making sure that a request for review goes out after every service call thanking the customer, asking them to write a review, and then making sure that it's um, kind of built into your company culture that you know you celebrate that progress, you celebrate those, those positive reviews. And I really think the gold standard to this is when you can automate it. So 
12 months, a year and a half ago, if you wanted to do a request review, somebody had to key in the name and email address and press send. Or, or a technician had to check in and type in a name and email address and, set, and press send. And it can be done, but it creates another step for the text, which creates friction. And anytime there's friction, you can have missed opportunities. So in my mind, I love Service Titan. We are strategic partners with Service Titan. I believe it's the strongest uh, CRM dispatch platform in the industry. Um, you know, great way to track your marketing, great way to track your lead sources and know the true return on investment, as well as a lot of the other benefits. But to me, the best way to automate this review process is after the job is closed in Service Titan, having the request for review automatic and automated so that you kind of take your tech out of the equation, you take your, your team out of the equation, at least for the requesting piece of the, of the process. And um, there's lots of integrations now where when you close a job in Service Titan, uh, a review request is triggered. And I really want to encourage you guys, if, you, if you've got Service Titan or maybe um, some of the other web-based, like uh, Field Edge and some of the other web-based dispatch platforms, make sure that you're har harnessing the power of automation to let this process be done automatically. And then you want to make sure that you've updated the, uh, the on-page optimization factors for your, um, for your website. And so that's having your name, address, phone number in the footer file, um, having it match what's on your, on your website. So if I just go now and I type in, um, I'm going to type in Buffalo Plumber, just we're using Salinos as our case study today. Uh, here they are in the top of the map. Um, they've got the organic listing right here. We put their website, well, actually, let's just take this full circle. We're going to talk on page, but so they're the number one listing. Notice they've got 559 reviews. Uh, Roto-Rooter's got 770 reviews, and then Delta's got, got six reviews. So they don't have more reviews, but they have more of the positive elements working in their favor. More consistency with the citations, more quality links, better content on the website, better existing user experience. And that's how we can we can really win the day. 500 reviews is not uh, something to sneeze at by any by any stretch. And so we get to their website. Um, you know, obviously having Buffalo and the main service in the title tag up here. You want to have your keyword in the title. You want to have it in the H1. You know, early in the content on the site. And then you want to mirror the name, address, phone number here in the in the footer, right? So we've got. Salino Plumbing, too. So this is the exact address as it's listed on Google, as it's listed on Yelp, as it's listed on Angie's List. And, and so we've got that consistent profile across the web. Now, they're also multi-location. So in Elma, and you can see they're also ranking in Elma. So there's a right way and a wrong way to do multi-location, right? And so if you happen to be multi-location, you need to really think through how you're presenting your name, address, phone number, how that consistency is in play. Um, and so there's a great example of them uh, ranking in both markets and that on-page factor that you want to pay close, close attention to to rank really well in, um, in Google Maps. So I'm just going to pause. I'd like to hear, are there any questions on this front in terms of the on-page factors? So since we've got we've got Chad on from uh, Valley Plumbing, 
we've got uh, Valley coming up right here on the map with 107 reviews. They're also also multi-location and um, you know do really well throughout the the greater uh, Salt Lake City market. I'm just gonna pull up their site here. Chad wants me to pull up West Jordan. So there we go. West Jordan is their secondary location or their main location. 713 online reviews. You guys do just phenomenal work in terms of driving these online reviews. And so, you know, here's the website. Great multimedia, lots of personality on here, giving our, our keywords in the in the titles and the H1s. And we've got our, our proper on-page optimization for Sandy and West Jordan. You saw they rank for, for both of those. And, um, you know, that's... If you've only got two locations, you can get away, maybe even three, um, kind of driving them all to the homepage. Um, if you're starting to get to four and five locations, that's where you want to drive your citations back to a to a sub page on your website that's targeting that particular term. So um, kudos to you, Chad, um, on getting those reviews and driving that on an ongoing basis. You guys are, are, are crushing it. I could have made you guys, uh, had I known you were going to be on the call, the case study for this particular uh for this particular uh, webinar. So those are our on-page factors. Um, so that, I mean, in a nutshell, that that's the key, right? Google My Business, properly claimed, fully optimized, photos, posts, responding to reviews, um, consistent uh, name, address, phone number across the web where each of our locations has a distinct uh, thumbprint, name, address, phone number, that's what's being referenced in all of those places across the internet. Um, online reviews and a strategy to get good reviews on a very consistent basis from your, your customers. And then proper on-page optimization with good content, title tags, H1 tags, proper placement of the name, address, phone number, and the footer on all of the pages of the website uh, works extremely well in very competitive markets throughout the country. And so that's, that's in a nutshell kind of some of the latest strategies and techniques for getting ranked on Google Maps. Um, if you'd like to talk with us about your overall internet marketing strategy and how to really maximize your, your lead flow, we'd love the opportunity to talk with you. Uh, we will look at your website, your Google Maps listings, your rankings, uh, show you where there's room for improvement. Uh, to schedule that, um, you can call us at 866-610-4647. Uh, or, um, Kirsten, if you don't mind, put in there plumberseo.net slash schedule. Um, you can go there and schedule a time or just pop in comments. Hey, we'd love to schedule a time to chat. Um, and uh, Christian will, will reach out to you right away. Now, we put together a cool guide for you guys. Um, oops. You can download that by going to plumreseo.net slash maps. Um, plumreseo.net slash maps. Um, very cool little guide that walks you through those top citations, uh, some of the key strategies for optimizing your Google My Business listing, so if you want to check that out, you can go there. And that is a wrap. So um, if you have follow-up questions, go ahead and post them here. I'd love to, to engage and answer some of those questions. Uh, hopefully this was of value for you guys. Um, it's, it's always fun to unpack what's working for us, uh, for our clients throughout the country, and kind of share some of the key strategies and techniques. I think you guys will definitely get value from that guide. And um, Robert, that's, that's, that's nice. Uh, Robert just posted, uh, thanks for your continued support and observation. Neil Patel, eat your heart out. That's a high honor. Most of you guys probably don't know 
Neil Patel is one of the big content guys in the SEO world. So thank you for that. I, I appreciate it. Um, Chad, thanks for joining us on, on today's session. It was great to have you here. Really appreciate your business. Um, honored to be part of your continued growth and success. Um, definitely, again, go to plumberseo.net slash maps, download that guide, and uh, reach out to us to schedule a, a strategy call. And that's it for now. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon. Look forward to talking with you all soon. And uh, we'll talk to you later.